Hello, and welcome to Amateur Attempts. Welcome to the Dylan Show. That would be epic. I would like that. Just give it time. You'll you'll get famous, and you'll just kick me out. Yes, eventually. Or the wasps that I so much so nurtured and nurtured, nurtured and nourished will rise up and take over slowly. The whole the whole globe. Well, I mean, they're wasps. I mean, yeah, shit. <laughs> and then the winter came, and they're like, "We've been stymied." As long as they got protein, that queen's still going. That's all that matters. Oh, but Jesus. Yeah, Dylantopia, Dylantopia. Here it comes. I have a little statue somewhere of me. Are you gonna be in? Are you gonna be in perfect shape in the statue? You're gonna have like an eight pack, or well, you gonna be like realism? Well, you know, it's not me building it. So whoever the builders decide to, I don't know. I'm assuming I'm gonna hey, look like a. Hey, it's your statue. You get to commission what it looks like. If you're gonna have a chiseled jaw, it's up to you. I can't speak wasps. Yeah, I'm learning, but I'm getting there. Either way, they're gonna find me a little crown. It'll all be good. So let's get back to the tiny real. little crown. So Tanny Winge or Tanny Wednesdays Days or where the fuck we're even calling it. Sponsored by Tiny Crowns. <laughs> so yeah. um, we're taking it a little more casual well no we never take it everything's casual but it's not so we're taking it back to a couple of interesting topics going on uh suggested by me me of all people Dylan. Yes. yes uh so first of all i think for tangent tuesday we're gonna keep we're gonna keep it cash and we're gonna start off with the uh the media aspect of it so i uh i watched the final uh episode slash movie of uh Evangelion. Okay, I guess we're going out of Yeah, because that's like I feel like this is more casual. We're kind of chilling. Okay. Um, Thanks but, for the warning there, bud. Yeah, but you Dylan's know, like, much ah, appreciate oh, on the spot. We like to keep things fresh, so that we look. We like, got time to talk about both. Just, just. I know, I know. I mean, it was tangent. So actually, tangent aspect is the more casual cultural media. Aspect. Napping is kind of a tangent. No, napping is a what the fuck? Where am I? What kind of dreams yeah. do you have, Jesus? <laughs> Night terrors. Yeah. I kid. Those those stop when you're a kid. I've been told. Okay. I've been so, told. <laughs> okay. I guess. We're, okay. So with the tange aspect. Okay. Yeah. So go on. Are you on edge now, man? Are you? Are you a little? Woo! I don't really care. I like to go in order, but okay. it's okay. It's okay. Uh. So yeah. Basically, I watched the final episode of Evangelion, and it's been a personal favorite show of mine. Um. It's kind of weird to for me to figure out and describe why exactly this has got that like strong connection and hit but uh, i wanted to kind of bring it up to just, just highlight a couple things that we thought were like really important i guess shows that we're watching you know go back to sort of some of the stuff we're doing on the side and i was like ah you know what something of note so this movie has been in, in the works for like 10 years now plus it's crazy and it finally came out and i think it gave a good ending to a series that's just full of anxiety if on gillian is just it's a very strange series with like a lot of tortured emotion in it um even though it looks like it's just about like mechs fighting because it's an anime but uh it's a great show um but they they wrapped up the whole series and they kind of tried to connect some emotional issues to give them basically an ending that was you know uh, satisfying in a way and kind of resolved decent yeah i was like super decent um, so it's a good good show and I recommend it. But uh, I've been encouraging Dylan to watch it. Of course, it's always hard for this show to recommend people to watch it unless they have a lot of time and like an hour to cry. Because a week later, you'll just burst out crying. You'll be like, I know why now. Interesting. I kid. Um, but it's a it's kind of, a, I say tortured a bit. It's a little bit of a tortured sh- you know, show where there's a lot of 
people always say dark in a lot of things, but there's, there's dark and sort of the more taboo and kind of personal and in a way embarrassing aspects of growing up as a teenager in it. You know, emotional stuff to do with puberty and, um, you know, sexuality and emotions and self-worth. And it's like, uh, it, I think in some aspect, and it's, everyone can connect to some aspect of that in, in, in a little way, some people more than others, but... It's uh, it's just, it's satisfying to just have something highlighted, even though it can be kind of difficult to watch if people aren't ready and like kind of prepared to experience that, because the show can be slow and kind of self, um, re- not respective, but self-reflecting in a way. Um, but I'm I'm excited for you to watch it, Dylan. Although you have to actually watch the whole series first. Uh, I recommend the TV show so you can get the hard one out the way. <laughs> And then you can watch the movies, but um, I just How wanted to highlight. How long is the TV series? I mean, it's twenty-four or so episodes, ranging okay. from like twenty to thirty minutes or so. Oh, that's not bad. Um, okay. But it's it's interesting to think that of a like a storyline, they made a TV show out of it originally, one season, and then they just remade it as a series of movies, and like that went well and became such a cult hit. But it did. Um, and uh, just really, I was just a big fan of it. And it. It's hard to describe exactly why it connects to people in some way, I think. Um, I guess I'm a fan. I did not know. Yeah. You said we're. Yep. I, we, we, <laughs> we, we, the, we the collective fan base. So they have not seen yet, but yes. The t-shirt wearers of I the world. I guess I'm in this group. Go figure. Dylan's like, yeah, can't wait to see it one day. <laughs> exactly. So. Ten years later, I finally watched it, boys. Yeah. Fucking sucked. <laughs> I don't get what the hype was, but I bought a shirt anyway. I don't know. Actually, if you are gonna get me, if you are gonna get a shirt, though, I'll take it. Oh my god! You got the money, so. Um, but yeah, I kind of wanted to highlight. You know, is there? I guess a show or a movie of note where you really thought there was a, I guess, a connection of some kind. Oh, no, or it's movies too. I thought it was just TV shows. You know, so just I... something you watch. And I guess a series is more accurate. It's hard to describe though, because Evangelion's a movie series. Mm. I mean, there's four of them now, and they, they encompass what the narrative of the TV show. Redone. Um, we were mentioning Mandalorian. That's not exactly a super emotionally in-depth or, like, a connected movie, but it's a satisfying. It's not a movie, TV show. It's a satisfying show. Mm. You want to mention why you were mentioning why did you want to bring that show up? Well, since we're talking about movies, too, I, got, I guess, fuck. There's a lot of things. Two, I know. Just just so, a couple we want to highlight. I was like, ooh, okay. You know, there's something there's something with this show or movie well, that I'm gonna get a little weird for a second, but I'll start. I'll do an order. I guess the most moving. I won't say exactly why. I'll just cover the last one to save time. First one, this most movie was probably a TV show, uh, Shira, and was it called The Princess of Power? It's weird because the whole lesson behind it is basically the power of love triumphs over all. It's just a most cliche thing you'll ever hear. But the mm. way they did it was like, okay, I can actually relate to this. Because I also talked about a lot of aspects of also sexuality, things like that. Especially same premise, you know, you're going through as a teenager. Because I'm assuming all these characters are teenagers. Second one, probably Mandalorian. Main reason why. I, I like Star Wars. I like the idea of space operas. I think, you know, I mean, operas are good in a sense of it's the most wide range of drama one could experience. Mm. So, but I'm glad they didn't go that approach with the Mandalorian. They kept it into basically a spaghetti western, where it's focused more on the idea of what a bounty hunter in a galact in a you know intergalactic you know Universe. scenario would actually look like. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not this kind of like Boba Fett prequels. No offense, but like you know, like sorry, not Boba Fett, Jango Fett. I mean, don't get me yeah. wrong. Like I get they're trying to follow like some of the original script 
borderline cartoon stuff, but I just, I don't know. You know what I mean? I like the fact they kept it gritty. They actually, yeah, they you know? changed the, they didn't like just be like, this is more Star Wars content. They actually like, how do we adjust the genre to change it into a different technical genre? Exactly. A different like storytelling style. And that actually made me more excited for some of the other things coming out, like the Obi-Wan film. I think there's mm. no, sorry, TV show. And then the next season of Mandalorian, which will be with Luke Skywalker. So hopefully we'll see a little bit of Luke Skywalker legend stuff. Yeah. Because we never really saw him at full power. Mm. Like, based at the end of the Return of the Jedi, he was just a Jedi Knight. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a master yet. Jedi Knight. And then, you know, the, the what, 7th, 8th, and ninth episode, he was a retired master. So there's that whole gap. That's, that's a nice way of putting it. You're right. So, I know, decrepit hermit, either way. Drinking tit. <laughs> so, either way. Yeah, the whole, like, I don't, I don't remember the span. I want to say it was like 20-something years that we didn't see. Like, we missed him, you know, during his academy. You know, his two academies. He had two different ones. So, it was like that whole Colic and Tar period. All that was missed. So, like, I'm, I'm curious to see if they go back to that. Because they had to show Luke actually at full power. Mm. And I'm excited to see that. That, I don't care if it's a little cartoonish. Because, like, that actually makes sense. For the theme of the character. They're like, oh so, god, how powerful do we make it? Yep. And then the last would be the movie Drive. So it was with Ryan Gosling as well. Those, uh, I told you, neon noir films. Mm. So just, the, it's, I think that's the same thing. That I, I'm either like, all like, love, compassion, and color, and it's, or dark, gritty, like, god, this life fucking sucks. That's like my range Interesting of Interesting like, theme. Yeah. So that's the whole premise of Drive, basically. Just, it, 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 you know, it's... It is kind of supposed to be this kind of almost like a love story in some sense, but it's still, at the end of the day, basically like a bank robber that just still can't, well, I should say, clarify, a getaway driver that still can't get away once in life, no matter how hard he tries. Hmm. So. That's a good one. Actually, that, our, for our, our finals, our actual next full-on segment that we'll talk about, that's a great transition. Exactly. But, um, I this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Dylan was like, me. four weeks ago, he's like, it's in my head. You didn't even know it. Um, <laughs> but you ever yeah. see that movie? Drive? Yeah. Yeah, we uh, yeah, watched it. Remember we did watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was good. It yeah. was good. Well, I think it shows you like, the real, which we'll talk about with the next segment, the whole dynamic of, you know, in, I guess, in general, granted, that, you know, what they were doing was, like, highly legal. So, I mean, no matter what, at the end of the day, they're probably going to get screwed over because they're all criminals. But it does show you though like depending on i guess what you're in like in terms of let's say like which the nap ministry kind of talks about which we'll get into here um with the social justice aspect but the fact that again no matter how hard hard you try it might not be enough regardless of how much effort you put into it Mm. you know or basically just life just that's just how it is you're uh which interesting because i was watching some youtubes about um kind of uh describe it like I guess uh, t- to kind of help set expectations of like success for young people, kind of like one of like a, the YouTube algorithm suggested stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, a couple things are interesting. Um, and uh, yeah, maybe like the, the, the attainment of what you think it is you want needs to be adjusted in terms of, you know, att- getting to the thing is not going to like compete, you know, co- complete your life per se, mm-hmm. or it's not going to all fall into place at that point. Um, maybe, you know, I think it's something that can be related to a lot of people is constantly chasing something mm-hmm. and realizing that the chase is the, is the life itself. Like your life is part of that chase. And just because the chase finishes doesn't mean your life's in place and like you're done, you know? Mm-hmm. And the expectation is that like for a lot of people, 
the idea of success will never their idea of success in their head is not completely you know accurate depiction of what it's going to be in their life so they basically feel like they're never going to achieve that success yeah in a way um so yeah it's interesting with drive is considering he doesn't say a whole lot (laughs) the man's got dreams yeah, exactly. Um, but maybe well, I think that's. I guess yeah. I, I might be digging too much of the character premise, but I think that's kind of more the focal point. You know, he's so emotionless because of like what life has given him that yeah. it's like he just doesn't know how to feel. So when he actually meets that one girl. It's like I'm actually feeling something for once. Yeah, I actually feel kind of alive again. So you know, you know what's funny is uh, so Evangelion is. Definitely not as smooth as sort of the themes and the way the the, the character emotions come on as, as as drive per se, but it kind of plays with a lot of those too. It also deals with the fact of basically a child ending the world mm. and having to live with that in a way. And like it's funny how it ends like well it's still a child, so they're still gonna kind of behave the way where they ended the world or you know as a young teenager and they're to their best of their ability you know their their understanding of morality and consequences of that action um but you know their their reaction is so like appropriate for a teenager mm-hmm. it's it's almost annoying in a way i don't, I don't want to go into spoilers too much but um it's kind of the same way you know it's like what was that child that that child is basically chasing approval per se um and you know that that idea of success is i basically unattainable or it's possible it just will never happen Mm. And what's the process of like of getting through that, or is that even possible for this particular character? So, um, yeah, there's some interesting themes in it, and I think a lot of general American, you know, media they just they they don't really go into some of those really odd, you know, uncomfortable and kind of less talked about themes of issues that crop up for people, especially you know from childhood to adults that linger. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, you know, it's nice that these ones try to address it. And it, I think if it can make you uncomfortable in a way, it's doing something right. Yeah. You know, um, you're saying you know. What does it make you feel? Yeah. It's, Actually make you feel something. Sometimes like, you either you'll connect it and you'll be like, oh, I didn't realize, you know, or like, oh, that's a good point. And it's some sort of self-reflection or something like that. Yeah. It can happen where it's like, you know, you watch NCS and you're like, yeah, boom, boom, pow. So. Mm. Exactly. No, like, especially action films. Like, you know, I watched Black Rota recently, which I liked a lot. I liked, you know, that, you know, the premise of it. Oh, it was good, but it was anything like, you know, you have it seen in you some... Say, you say Black Widow? Yeah. Did we watch Black Widow together? Okay, no, I, watched, no. I, I watched it too. That was The Purge we watched. We oh, watched yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Emotionally distraught. Yeah. But, well, uh, actually, yeah. that's another example, right? The Purge. Like, I already knew what to expect. It wasn't going to be any kind of emotionally driving, like, you know, it's like... That's just a cool concept. Nothing was tugging you know? at your heartstrings. Exactly. There was no, you know, nothing made me feel anything. It was kind of like, oh, this is just like. <laughs> no repressed memory was unlocked. It's almost like Vic porn, <laughs> but for the eyes, it's like enough yeah. action to keep it going. Mask keep it, porn. Keep it past the softy. <laughs> keep it past the softy. We're pushing to a semi, boys. We're so, getting there. Well, other films, it's like, oh, wow, fuck, I really felt that one. Yeah, like that was just ooh. You Probably know? still the minority. I mean, I think it, it takes some real, um, I think like kind of basically sort of like self realization and self awareness of, uh, of of like what you're doing. I'm guessing mainly you know director and character combination, um, to really hit to really hit those points, because it's it's not gonna. I mean, I, once again, being uncomfortable. Like sometimes there's there's movie genres I don't want to deal with because I'm like. 
I might get something out of it, and this might be like a technically, you know, well well regarded piece. But I know whatever it's trying to show, I just is not gonna you know it's not gonna jive with me. So it's very low on my priority list, even if it's mm. some sort of like you know, real. It doesn't even have to be a cultural hit, but I guess like a critical hit, you know. Uh, oh God, I need to stop saying that. <laughs> and um, it, it doesn't work. It's like it's not my my mind state or what I'm interested in does not like want me to des- desire me to watch that. Yeah. And uh, maybe I should to appreciate it as you know uh, a very mild like film. Like I really love movies. I'm not super into watching them in the sort of time period of my life right now due to busyness but i you know i always appreciate what unique movies have to offer mm. but some aspects would just you know just just won't work and uh, even though it could be technically great so there's some the ability to make people uncomfortable maybe it's a good thing it's like maybe it made me too uncomfortable i don't want to explore that right now in a way okay yeah <laughs> so i think it's it's just appreciating the fact that you know people are all making these movies and considering we have you no know, transformers <laughs> And it's like, people made that, but that's just a bunch of robots basically fucking. I can't tell at this point. Just and like The Purge. Yeah. The Purge, The Merge, yeah. The Herge. Well, so. honestly, I think most, uh, which we got to get into this death second here in a second, but just to wrap up real fast, I think most people don't look, they they just want something to just kind of distract them for a bit, you know, just sort of like have fun. Suspension, you know, basically, of, suspension of reality. Exactly. Like, they just will say, like, at the end of the workday, it's like, so they don't have to think about watching more. Like, I just want to watch because, like, I enjoy it. I don't want to have to think about what I'm watching. Yeah. You know? It's like going home and then it's like, you know what? You feel like reading Dreams Requiem? That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. You know? going to explore. Blue Freudian work right there. Yeah. Like, fucking 800 pages. Like, no, that doesn't sound fucking fun. You know what I mean? Where'd my other hand go? <laughs> sorry. Rec- I was No, sorry. Requiem for a Dream was a movie. What was his... Oh, and it was like understanding of draft. Either way, point is though, going to read like a textbook. There you go. Like, just sounds like absolute garbage after a fourteen-hour day or something. Yeah. Same with movies. Like, people just want to go sit and they even stay awake through it. Most times they're napping because they're yeah. good old lounge sheets now. So, yeah. <laughs> Movie was so good, I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that does transition nicely actually into this whole zonking out and just being like, I want to disconnect now. That's yep. what I keep trying Dis- to move forward. Disconnect from the... We're doing it. Disconnect from the reality of your life. So, our Wednesday what the fuckage... Well, that's is, a coma, but whatever. Hey, that's a bit worse. <laughs> it's just, a bit worse, Dylan. The way you worded that. We're just going to have a slight... You know, actually disconnect from reality. Yeah, that's a coma. We'll, we'll, we'll Psychotic just, break. We'll, just, <laughs> we'll say you gave your uh, your brain a little bit of a break. Exactly. You didn't yeah. fucking disconnect. We turned the meth <laughs> off for 10 minutes. Oh, my God. So, uh, for our Wednesday part of this, um, I learned an interesting article talking about uh, an existence of an institute called the NAP Ministry. And um, I guess they describe themselves as a sort of cultural experience slash uh i won't say revolution it's kind of a strong word right yeah but it's a it's it's a sort of it's it's a movement and ideology in a way that basically focuses on the idea i'm literally like naps is the core of it of taking naps but it kind of branches out to be a in itself it feels like a movement where it's just supposed to be affect every aspect of life and society but in essence you know naps are going to make your life better uh, focusing on naps and kind of becoming becoming more focused on yourself, and I guess I mean self care in a way is gonna you know improve improve your life and is gonna, is gonna be the better path forward versus regular life that we all live. 
Yeah. Well, I agree. I think the problem, like, I, like so with this article, um, they had a weird, because, yeah, that's supposed to be the premise, right? Basically, nap to kind of break away from the everyday, say, I Monotomy guess, or mundane activities. Numbness, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, well, but then, it, like, it turns into this also kind of, I agree if you more activists, um, you know, it's like, and the main, well, the first article that we go to their homepage is like, how will you be useless to capitalism today? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's pretty, like, specifically targeted towards, like, monetary systems. Yeah, so, it is a I, movement of sorts. Yeah, and then, and then, you know, they're referencing, which, and not, I'm not trying to discredit the movement. But yeah, I would say it's more beyond just napping. It's more, it's like the fact that, uh, at least the way, the way they're targeted, it seems like capitalism, making you work like a machine all day, is not, not only healthy, but in the long run, it cause way more damage not only you, but other people in your life, that kind of deal. Yeah. And that you're really a divine human, which I agree with all that. Um, but it's, it's so, but I guess at the core of it, yeah, take more naps. Take more naps. <laughs> I honestly, I connect with it a little bit because it's just interesting to think how. If feasibly possible. Yep. I'm like, <laughs> if napping is acceptable during the day, yes. <laughs> like, work's like, all right, nap break, that'd be great. But um, I kind of came at it from sort of the angle where it where struck me was the actual, the, the especially in the U.S. with our work actual culture of like what it means to work and what you should be doing and its importance in your life. I think they're just trying to dis- disconnect from that reality of, uh, you know, equating work to your value as a person. Yeah. Right. And um, I can I can fully get on board with that. That really um, struck a note where the the actual aspects of working itself and what it means. I mean, you have jobs and you have careers, but you know, like at this point, it's kind of vice versa. But I think the value of its work itself and the accomplishment it gives to the person has changed dramatically say in the past 50 years mm. we live in i mean you know but before everything became automated you know the whole fe- not, not the fear in a way i guess a fear but you know the hope mainly was that we could replace a lot of these menial jobs um and increase productivity but all we've done is just made people increase productivity mm. so you know it hasn't been that we've had a workload taken off of us and it's gotten easier to work it's just we've just been expected to do more and we're not being paid appropriately, right? But more importantly, the, the value of us as people is not being seen at work for the most part in the majority of jobs. You know, maybe some of the, some of the knowledge-based aspects where you're a much higher end, uh, you know, basically you, your employment is much more highly intelligent and knowledge-based. Mm-hmm. People have more leeway for those professions per se. But your regular Joe Schmo minimum wage up to, you know, semi-skilled labor is... And I think even some, you know, skilled labor and degree jobs where people realize that the stress of the job is actually way more than they thought, even though their their pay is quite high, right? But this movement's just trying to disconnect from the fact that it shouldn't be about how much you can make and the more you can do with that money and, you know, how wh- what you can provide for your company or employer and, you know, how far can you take it and push yourself. Mm-hmm. It's just about disconnecting saying, actually, no, what is what is wrong with the idea of, like, napping or taking time for oneself and, you know, basically disconnecting, simplifying things massively and realizing that your life isn't, your life worth isn't what your employment is and sort of what life you can build off of your employment. Mm-hmm. You think that's sort of my take on it, but do you think that's kind of the, I mean, that's, that's like my take on their take, but that's kind of the direction they're going, right? Mm, well, I mean, the more I read the article, I'd say kind of. 
Like I mean, it's Dylan's still, default answer. Well, it's still focusing more on the fact that there's still. I would say I will say yes and no to what you said. I think so. The biggest difference I'm seeing though is that the fact that they're they're still focusing more on the fact that it's a system of oppression. You know, what I mean, based on more because you're talking about more things like stagflation and stuff like that, which I agree with. Like those mm. are actual issues that are like for you know your average worker, right? That's let's say working minimum wage to maybe like let's say semi skilled, right? Wages haven't really changed, and technically, even if you go higher up, that change to let's say college level, right? Mm-hmm. You know, even your regular bachelor's of arts doesn't really get you that far nowadays. Like it helps, but it might not go as far as you think it will, depending on what it is. Yeah. Right? So, so I agree though, but I feel like their approach more is saying that in general, if you want to essentially fight capitalism that supports and further institutionalizes racism, basically take naps to disrupt that system. Because if you affect mm. the economy by basically not working, it's almost like stabbing capitalism. You know? <laughs> this is such a specific analogy. So, but yeah, so. So they're saying there's a tie to basically the you know, racial, uh, racial stereotyping and sort of the cultural behaviors on race. I mean, it's a, the the founder is black, and I think it's mainly focused on, um, you know, African Americans. They have Afrofuturism as a mentioned theme, and well, womanism too. There's a few yeah, womanism. So yeah. these kind of things that are you know are sort of current current issues and cultural hot topics uh, per se, and I, I think rightly so. There's some changes that need to be made. Um, they're trying to disconnect that through the fact that you're not going to be able to, I mean, I don't know, I guess you could say, so I'm sorry to answer your question though. Did like, was that like, was that what did any part I left out? No, it made sense. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I said, so, cause I was, I, I agree with what you're saying and you worded it basically, you worded it, you know, well, um, whereas mine's kind of a take on the interesting, I think like the, some of the themes of that movement have come from this general overview, especially with COVID Mm. and the fact that our lives, just life disruption, you know, work-life balance has been jacked and depending on what kind of work type you do, you know, your, your change has been different. Um, But this, this outlook on like what your life actually means and what are the means to enjoying yourself, you Mm. know, those parameters have changed. And Mm. I don't think it's a full on like mass, like the U S has changed forever. And, you know, here we go. We're all going to enjoy life and take, work second mm. a, lot, a lot of people don't have that luxury so okay so i guess the question to you then so do you so well I mean, so like but then do you feel that it's then more of an actual economic problem or more of a personal problem i'd Where, say it's a combination of economic with societal factors because we ourselves you know for example like our jobs we have currently they're they're physically demanding, but they're not really, would you say, complicated. Like, you do have to pass state licensing, all that stuff, but I would say it was complicated. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, like, super difficult to get in. You know? Well, I think that's actually worth splitting up, though. Um, so, but there is a way to bring The threshold's up low for, for, our, for, for our workplace. You know, but you know what I mean? But some people might find that, they might find that challenging, so it's like, but to us, it's, you know... Not that hard. I guess well, so, anyone with the, anyone with a good enough drive can enter this field that we're in. So well, the reason I want to bring that up, right? So right, that we consider a more like, we'll say physically demanding job, but not mentally as difficult, right? 
But then vice versa, I was thinking about, we were talking about trucking the other day, right? So if you're an owner-operator, roughly you could probably make about a thousand a day, which is a lot of money by mm-hmm. the month, right? You know, depending if you're actually doing it every single day with some, some states will let you, don't recommend it, but you know, yeah. some states will let you do it. So in theory, you could be making like, you know, anywhere from 150K, I can even see, yeah. Yeah, anywhere from like 12 to 30K a month, depending on, you know, your setup. But here's a bring it up, right? Because that's the job, for example, right? I wouldn't find physically exhausting, but mentally having to always be alert, driving a very large vehicle. We're talking about A and B class here where it's like semi trucks. So, you know, so that's, you know, that, but so I guess getting back to that balance, right? So, what would be better then? Like, Let's say work the job we're working right now. We'll just you yeah. know clarify so, in the pest yeah. control industry, you know. Um, yes, so. it's a good point. And the, so the thing with this ministry is that it doesn't actually have the correct, I think, like answer that's going to solve our societal issue. I mean, part of the problem is our expectation. At this point, like it seems like the the company has more say in your success than basically people do. Well, there's us bringing that point up more the fact that what I was more actually act to clarify, asking your opinion, what do you think is a better perspective basically to let's say like our job, right? Not necessarily super hard, a little physically demand, but at the end of the day, I mean, we're still getting paid relatively decently. Still have time to do stuff. Right. Mm. But like, you know, let's say if you want to go that route and then like, just do everyone to get home. You could probably have a pretty successful 20-year career and just, we'll say it'll be a little easier, hmm. you know, like turn long-term where you're not stressed out maybe, you know, you're not as physically just beat, you know, like you just, but you still have a period, period like nice income versus trucking. You probably really can't, I mean, you could probably say yeah, have a family still, but like if you're doing, let's say, long distance back and forth where it seems like the most money is made, hmm. having a family is probably going to be super difficult. You know, so you get paid all this money, but at the end of, let's say, if you did a 20-year career, like, mentally, you're just fried. Like, your mm. brain's literally on a fucking you're frying like a pan. Shrimp. Like, yeah, it's been burnt. Because how yeah. much stress you've been through trying to drive those trucks. Yeah. So, so, so the you, question mm. is, while well, I was asking you, like, what do you think is better then? Like, basically live, you know, kind of, we'll say, uh, below meat, you know, Middle class lifestyle because there's not really middle class anymore. So we'll say below middle class, borderline mm. poor. But <laughs> Whoa, a couple steps. <laughs> right? No, 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 that's not a couple steps anymore. I'll explain why there in a second too. But um, you know, so you mm. know that level, right? But at the end of the day, you're not stressed. You still have time mm. to do stuff like nap, like mm. meditate, whatever you want to fucking do. You know, or you do that twenty years of extreme. Oh my god! Like I'm about to stab somebody outside this bar. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna hit the brakes on this you know, truck right now. I've seen every lot lizard from Montana to New yeah. York, so by, you know, he knows him by name. But by the time you're done, you might have a beer gut the size of Florida, but you're also like a multimillionaire. Yeah. Well, we. I think we all know the correct answer is the first one. Okay. Okay. Because, and it's interesting because our desire for money. I'm sure that guy's gonna realize that that money didn't get him anything. You know, it could get you a house. Um. You know, it can get you physical aspects of things, but the time you spent living on the earth has been spent not with the people you care about mm. and, you know, on the road with some level of stress. And I think it's a trade-off that in, in 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 a vacuum we all would say, yeah, but in reality with the complexities of life and so what our goals are and what gets in the way, you know, money ends up being a largely deciding factor of 
what you you know what you think you need or how you can secure you know your future and your needs right so some people go that aspect and maybe some you know they like either being on their own um, or some variants of different types of you know trucking where it's less time away but that's uh it's a decision that doesn't go lightly right and that's why there's honestly a very high demand to fill those positions but not a whole lot of takers mm. and maybe that's speaking for itself maybe yeah i'm vice versa i'll take the higher paying job interesting so that's the thing my friends know how to contact me and i have plenty of lovers in various places you you will also get to know said lot lizards it's okay i'll add them in the collection <laughs> did you bring protection because i forgot all right it's off we ain't doing it <laughs> um yeah i mean i mean that's a balance so i think and i think about it too sometimes is our obsession with you know basically you know money and status it's you know the the cliche but what is it that we can bring to like what what value can we be seen as in society it's just related to money and you know phys- physicality and mm. uh I think the the idea that I like behind this ministry that you could take further is just this, this this disconnect. If you actually have to look at yourself and what it is in your life that's going to bring you happiness, right? You know, basic question, mm-hmm. and um, you realize that the money, especially in the way that the the U.S. works with all kinds of jobs and the you know the interaction and what's good and bad is, the money is probably not going to be worth it unless for some sort of niche aspects where chasing the money in like an unsmart fashion, let's say. It's just going to lead you to basically burnout mm. and unhappiness and stress. And I think, once again, depending on your lifestyle and the sort of the way the way the workplace interacts with people now is people tend to get pushed into basically working more than they should or that is really healthy. And uh, I think a lot of this, especially with that job you're saying, is that, that stress and stuff, that's basically burnout that's going to hit you. Mm. And uh, maybe it can be managed with the vacations that you can afford or maybe a company that has a you know a good decent time off and you know switching up your workload that could be balanced but if you don't um it's like working for the previous company that we work for now it's the same job that we have but the circumstances around it gives us more options to figure out life and sort of stress a little less mm. right would you agree from when the first company we worked on to the second company we worked on for our field there's a difference in culture there and uh you know, the actual attention to employees. Yes. And that's made it, it's not exactly like, hallelujah, everything's great, but you well, still have to do the physical job. But That's another topic we'll probably talk about eventually later on, though, because that's a pretty different, big difference. Like, big national, well, I should take that back. They're in, other, they're in another country. So, big world chain to small North Bay company. Yeah. So, pretty well, big difference. I mean, now I take that back. Now him and also got, yeah. So yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, but the kind of the so. point being of like those changes of actual un un basically disconnecting money from the equation, and have it being what can we do to make your physical day to day life improved versus the way it was before. Well, that's what I mean though. Like we'll probably talk about it because like for example that it's like because then there's a whole nother level business owner like you own your own business. Yeah. So like because that requires like almost nonstop attention. Well, like, so that's interesting. Guys, is it? It depends on the field. But, yeah, it does depend on the field, but that's what I mean. That that's discussion for another day. Yeah, because that challenge could be some satisfaction in someone's life that they were desiring. No, that's called just multiple episodes of talking. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what we do. So we do best. Um, are we done or am I got? Yeah, we we are. We are at the thirty-five minute point. Dylan's, you're not. You're not. 
You're not we, feeling it? We, I, I'm pulling a corporate on you. We stick to the timing. We had no official timing. Uh, we're winging it oh, every yes, day. Oh, we do. Because your wife calls. Yeah. Well, she hasn't yet. She's going to. <laughs> so it's best we save our thoughts. So let's just segments. do silence until she rings. I kid. All right. We are done. So thanks for listening. And uh, get a new job. Oh, my God. Okay, sure. <laughs> thanks.